Live from the historic Detroit Golf Club, home of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. It's the Spin on Golf Show presented by Rocket Mortgage. With your hosts, PGA professionals Jordan Young, Mike Fay, Brian Cairns, and WJR's own Sean Bullygen. And good evening, everybody. So glad you could join us for another edition of Spin on Golf here on 760 WJR. And of course, uh, to our friends watching on StreamYard as well. Uh, pleasure to be with you. My name is Sean Belegian, of course, at the DGC, BC, Mike Faye, Jordan Young uh, joining us as well. Fellas, I, I don't know why, as we were just talking to Chris Renwick on uh, Sports Wrap here on 760 WJR, uh, 10 weeks away. I, I, I don't know why. It just seems like it it, it snuck up on us. 10 weeks is going to go by in, in the blink of an eye, and we're all going to be sitting out there and hopefully interviewing the winner of this beautiful tournament at that beautiful court. Pump the brakes there, Sean. Yeah. Pump the brakes. Come on. Don't make it go by any faster than it is. We know it's because you're older than all of us. So yes, that's um, true. You know, it's it's going to go by fast. Look, you're the oldest. That's what we're going to say. That's what, that's what we're going to go with. <laughs> BC and I both have a little bit of that dignity in our beard. Can you, right. If we can get a close-up at BC, I see that dignity down there. I, I, I see that. Uh, B, speaking of BC, BC, congratulations, as, as Mike Faye said. You are a modest guy. I see you hanging your head right now, but congratulations on your win. Can you talk about it a little bit for us? I, I No, we, we played pretty well. Kyle Martin and I played pretty well. Bart and Bart was in great shape, and I made a lot of eight to ten footers. That's all I can say. And it, yeah, it was fun. It's it's fun to win, and I, I don't do it too often anymore. But uh, I won't take any time up. It was it was fun. <laughs> it was tough last Monday, if you remember how it was. It was because Jordan was there. It was not it, very nice. It no. was my body there. was there. Oh my <laughs> lord, that was tough. It was uh, tough. But Barton's a Barton's a great place, and they're very gracious to uh, let us uh, play their facility. Twenty seven mm-hmm. holes. Jordan, what was it like? How, how, how do you describe it? Well, usually I'm pretty prepared and, um, you know, card cover, all the nine yards. And I got there pretty early, but for me, an hour before and hit some balls, hit some good shots. And and then, uh, you know, we get out on the golf course and I'm playing with my great partner, Kevin Muir, who's awesome to play with. And, uh, and usually I play with BC. Uh, but, uh you know, we get out there four or five holes in, and I said, "What is it supposed to be this windy? I mean, it was blowing 30 miles an hour three holes in, and we got like 24 holes to go. Yep. And and, and it's like, yeah, it's supposed to blow all day. I'm like, wow. And then somebody goes, it's supposed to rain. Okay. So, so then, it, you know, the temperature drops about 10 degrees, and then it drops another five degrees, and it gets windier. And then it starts to rain the last nine holes. So, oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was wonderful. But the course was pretty good. It was yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It's always good to go out and test yourself and and compete and 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 you know if you want to go back and work on things, I mean it's it's always good. You know, it's interesting because I I think this week it started that way, and of course we we got the snow and we got the cold. And I told you guys uh, th- this morning I happened to venture by the golf course near my house, uh, beautiful Meadowbrook, absolutely packed. Even with like, and it was funny because I I I pulled out my phone to see what the temperature was, but because it was sunny after this week. I, the, the place was absolutely packed. People just wanted to get back on the golf course, even though, you know, let, let's face it, this, this wasn't a very warm day today. 
it was 41 at the time, but the place was absolutely packed. So you're right. One of those weeks around here where even if we got a little nice weather, it was like, okay, let's get out on the course because this wasn't a good week for golfers around here weather-wise. No, it was it was brutal. And and, and then we get today, and I, I stepped out, out of the facility. Jordan went and played nine holes with his students, and, and I stepped out to hit – balls i had a full bucket of balls and then a couple guys come up and start talking with me and i'm, I'm 10 balls in i'm like i'm done <laughs> like what do you mean you're done i'm like i'm stiffer now than i was when i came out here this is brutal it's so, out here and the range is packed so There's this is funny this is funny i was just in the morning group i started at eight and i had four four gentlemen and then at eight at nine thirty, i have another four and i said hey guys i was planning on really going outside with you guys today and, and playing some holes but it's way too cold and they go i'm good I'm good. I'm good. All four are good. I'm like, okay, I guess we're going. So we went out from 9:30 to 11, Oof. and it was it was freezing. I think one of the gentlemen that was with me really didn't want to go, but he was shamed into it because the other three guys were so gung ho. But then I was out towards the end of the day. Now it was probably 42 and not sunny, but it was about 51 and sunny at the end of the day. It was actually tolerable, and I was walking and playing myself, so that's that's a lot different. But the courses are packed. Uh, you know, talking to Chris Witten today, who uh, is in charge of the Golf Association of Michigan, he says signups for all their stuff are up three times they what they mm. were last year. Yep. So all their events, and you know, I've got some good stuff that I'll mention a little later about the GAM. But uh, but yeah, golf is going crazy right now. Our fine in-studio producer, Eric Dorch, wanted to be known, played 18 on Thursday in 35-degree weather. Boys, it's golf season. And, you know, it's funny. I'm I'm fake meteorologist Sean Belegian. 55 tomorrow, 81 on Tuesday. I, I have a feeling a few people are going to be out on the course. This is Michigan. You, you don't know what to expect this time of year. Snow in one week, 81 the next. Uh, but the one thing you can count on, as you said, Jordan, uh, tons of people are going to be getting out on the golf course. We've got uh, a couple minutes before the break, so I just want to set the table for you uh, today. Yeah, we're going to be talking about this uh, $40 million. I, I mean, I have no other way to say it. Popularity contest in the PGA. Um, I, I have a feeling BC. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that BC's got some strong feelings on this, so we'll get into that a little bit. Obviously, we have to talk about the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. Uh, Jordan has a little uh, spring in his step today. 23-year-old Brooke Henderson from yes. Smith's Falls, Ontario. And, and uh, Jordan, I know this area well, actually. If you hang a left... You're about 45 minutes away from Ottawa. If you go right, you're a couple hours away from Montreal. But uh, what a start to the career uh, this young Canadian golfer is having. Ten first Canadian professional PGA or LPGA to have 10 wins. Mm. Uh, and she's a great young lady. And she was a goalie, I believe. She was a goalie before she started to get, get into golf real serious. But uh, good for her. Came back from behind. I think she was a four shots behind and she shot 67 chipped in, uh, got up and down, I think on the last hole, which is a par three, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, good for, good for anybody, 10 wins on any tour. That's, that's unbelievable. So Brooke Henderson, fellow Canadian. Uh, and coming up at seven thirty-two as well, you'll want to stay tuned because as we mentioned, 
uh, merely 10 weeks away, and I'm pumping the brakes, uh, 10 weeks away from Championship Sunday out there at the DGC. And Jason Langwell, the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic, will be joining us. We know so much about this tournament, but yet there's still so much we don't know. We do know it's it's going to be happening. We know that the list is growing of golfers that are going to be at the DGC. So we're looking forward to that. So we'll check in with Jason and we'll stay in tune uh, with everybody from Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, when there's something to talk about, we'll have it for you here on Spin on Golf. Don't you go anywhere. The show continues when we come back. Once again, live from the DGC, you got Mike Fay, you got BC, Jordan Young. My name is Sean Belegian. So glad you could join us on a Sunday night right here at Spin on Golf on 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Spin on Golf show presented by Rocket Mortgage and the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Now back to your hosts, PGA professionals Jordan Young, Mike Fay, Brian Cairns, and WJR's own Sean Belegian. So this story came out on Tuesday, and no joke, I had to fight the urge to text these guys and ask them their opinion because I wanted to save it for the air. In case you missed it, uh, just a few days ago, uh, five days as I mentioned, um, news came out that the PGA Tour is going to create a $40 million, $40 million bonus for players on tour. Now, is this from points earned? Is this from no. titles earned? No. Is it anything like that? No. I, no. no. I, you know what it's not? BC, I'm going to use the term again. This sounds like a popularity contest. And the reason why I wanted to save this for the year is, you know, because I'm, I'm working with three guys that know a little bit uh, about golf. And there are, you know, guys on the tour that go out there and grind it out all year long, have good seasons. But they're not the great ones, and they're not in that select group. Am I wrong to think this sounds just like a popularity contest, guys? Well, let's talk about what it actually is, right? So apparently there will be $40 million paid out to 10 players, and there's a formula based on all kinds of different things that will go into it, and not a lot of it has to do with playing. But we're talking social media, the amount of – tick points they get for appearances on TV or popularity, or if they're the sexy person on the go at this point, I mean, they have a formula for it. So that's what it is. I was almost like, I had to read it twice to believe it. How is Patrick Reed going to make ends meet? (laughs) I mean, he's not going to get part of this. This is very upsetting. It's very upsetting, and Justin Thomas probably won't get part of it either if we go forward on this a little bit deeper. They um, just have to keep going on vacation, those guys. Absolutely, like a, Van Royan, like a Van Royan taking off his basically all the way down to his underwear and showing his physique, physique on TV. Big points probably for that, isn't there, Bo? <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. But I mean, they, li- they listed, they listed. obviously, Tiger is, is number one in 2000. They, they showed like a list, and I don't know if you guys have it uh, pulled up. Uh, you guys are such statisticians in the background. But they had a list of, of who was in the top groupings last, last year, and Tiger topped it. And then you had, you know, Rory and Phil was in there, and obviously Bryson and, and a couple others. Uh, but the list has changed a little bit right now. So 
Uh, it's interesting, but Tiger, who isn't trending as much right now, uh, but he's still trending. He's still in the top 10. And they're like, dude, he doesn't even need to play. He doesn't even need to play golf ever again. He's still going to be in that top 10, which are there eligibility sites? Like, you have to tee it up in one event. What, what's the whole deal here? So, I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, it, it, these guys got to stay with their lifestyle. I mean, this is a big deal. You know, if they have a down playing year, but they could still stay up there in the, you know, this new $40 million pool, Mike. Mm -hmm. You know, this Absolutely. is a good offset for a bad year, right? You could really right. do a lot of good things, mm -hmm. you know, on social media and, Mike's the social media star. He's I mean, big what do you time. Think, Mike? He's big time. Mike's in the Michigan top three. Yep. The um, <laughs> I think that if they do it for things like you were talking about. Philanthropy. Yes. Yes. I think that's really important to the game. I think so. You know then I mean? you should be rewarded. Yeah. Like, yep. like, I would like to see these guys going out playing golf with kids. Yes. Right? 100%. Growing the game. Great idea. Yep. Getting them going. But Instead BC, of where is so-and-so going on vacation? Totally, I totally agree. BC and Sean, I don't know how much you know about this, but why did the PGA Tour get forced into doing this? Do you know? I don't. I don't. So there was the group out of the other side of the world that decided they wanted to try to lure, I can't remember the name of it, but they wanted to lure the top players in the PGA Tour to play golf over there, and they're going to pay them millions of dollars. This came about a couple of years ago and, and they haven't been able to pull them over, but it forced the hand of the PGA tour. It seems to come up with some kind of bonus pool to pay out the players a little bit more. Um, I'll look it up and try to find it with what that group is. But um, yeah, so they've kind of forced their hands to put this out there. That was a world golf tour. Um, they were, they were going to pay guys literally automatically just to show up. So, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough because every player knows that there's only one place to play in the world. Every player knows in the world there's one place to play in the world, right, Mike? I mean, it's the PGA Tour. I mean, it's right. it's top Golf dog. Week article has all that information on it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, too, because, I mean, let's face it, golf has been moving this way for a while. If, if you spend any time on, on social media, I mean, some of these guys legitimately have become – uh, social media stars and, and, you know, millions and millions of followers. And, you know, heck, we play so many videos. I I'll go back to something that you said, uh, BC, a few minutes ago. Can you imagine Bryson winning again and Bryson deciding that he's going to put on a gun show at the end of the tournament? How many bonus points is that going to be? I, I mean, right. I mean, that's where we're at now. I mean, I, I think back to a year ago, right around this time, you know, the, 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 with Phil and Tiger and Brady and Manning, a made-for-television uh, production all the way. But you saw great golf. You saw great personalities. And this has kind of been the way the PGA has been moving for a while and helping to move the needle, I guess. Are we going to put a screen out there like the NFL did so when you go in the end zone, you could go <laughs> dance in front of the television? Or I mean, that's where is this going to end? Stuff. Like, it's the same the end, thing. You make a birdie, so, you walk off the green and go up. Woo, woo. You know, what, what, yeah, all right. Yeah, so, we doing? I got so I got, I got this. The 10, the 10 beneficiaries will be determined based on their impact score generated from six separate metrics. Uh, their position on the season ending FedEx Cup points list. That's number one. Number two is their popularity in Google search. Uh, number three, their Nielsen brand exposure rating. Number four, their Q rating, which measures the familiarity of appeal 
of a player's brand. Hope their logo is good. Uh, <laughs> number five, their MVP index rating, which uh, calibrates the value of engagement a player derives across social and digital channels. And number six, their meltwater mentions. I have no idea what that means. Or the frequency with which a player generates coverage across range of media platforms. Wow, that is a lot. I, that's a bit much. Everybody take a moment right now, wherever you are, whether it be on your phone or your computer, type in Mike Faye Golf. Let, let's get Mike's number way up there. Get them trending. So when they do one of those Google searches, oh, Mike Faye's blowing up. So, uh <laughs> Mike, you just you send a little bit of that money that way. So you give us and cut us I a little share. everything, and we'll, uh, we'll, hey, we we'll could have a we could have a Michigan PGA like uh, yeah. hundred thousand yeah. uh, dollar bonus pool, right, BC? Hey, yeah, that, hey, I'm I'm all for that, but I'm not real good on social media. <laughs> well, then you wouldn't be in the top ten. <laughs> I wouldn't be in the top ten. I could tell you, I'd be in the bottom ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jordan, while we have a second, uh, I, I know we, we mentioned it, but uh, I think it bears repeating. Congratulations to Brooke Henderson, uh, 23 years old, such a bright future ahead of her. And as you mentioned, she made history uh, for Canadian golfers as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like we mentioned earlier, I mean, uh, women golf, it's exciting to watch. She won 225000 uh for this week. You know, get out there and watch them, get out and play. But I thought what was cool today, I watched a little bit of this team event for the men and uh, watched the Aussies take it in the, in the, Uh uh, in the end in the playoff. And the coolest part about it was when uh, they hit it in the water on the par four, par uh, three wood right off the tee, right at the, right at the pin and just creamed into the water. They took a drop, Leishman chips it in from 20 feet for birdie. That put him into a tie. And, uh, of course, they ended up going to the playoff and winning. It was actually pretty exciting. I watched the last five, six holes, and, you know, things were going crazy all over the place. I wanted to ask you guys, how do you guys like this format as opposed to the traditional event? How do you guys like this format? Are you cool with it? Does it does it grab you at all, or do you want to go mano a mano? They had to do something after the Masters, yep. right? I mean, because you watch the Masters, and then you're probably not – I'm probably not going to watch until – the U.S. Open or the PGA, mm-hmm. uh, really? It's good. So this, okay, I'll watch this. You know, something that, something else, something different. It's fun to watch alternate yep. shot, right? Absolutely. Any of you guys out there watching us on Streamyard, let us know if you like playing alternate shot. I like. And it. if you like Cameron Smith's mullet, because it's coming yeah. off. Apparently, <laughs> he, he told his wife if he won, he was shaving his mullet off. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Can't so wait good. for that social media post. We gotta get a picture of that. Come on. Uh-huh. Oh, I wish I had the guts to grow mine back. It was a beauty. Ah, <laughs> uh, listen. When we come back, Jason Langwell, the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic, will join us. Don't you go anywhere. It's spin on golf on a Sunday night right here on 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Spin on Golf Show presented by Rocket Mortgage and the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Now back to your hosts, PGA professionals Jordan Young, Mike Fay, Brian Cairns, and WJR's own Sean Belegian. And welcome back in 733 on a Sunday night. So glad you can join us here. Spin on Golf on 760 WJR. So glad that this 
gentleman can join us as well. He is the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I keep saying this and freaking BC out, but 10 weeks from now will be Championship Sunday. It's creeping up. I know this guy, I just gave him a panic attack too because there's so much work for him to do, but uh, certainly appreciate you joining us, Jason. How are you, sir? Doing great. Good to be with you guys. Yeah, I know. Excited. It's uh, hard to believe we're uh, coming up on 60 days. So uh, we're pumped. We're ready to go. Hey, a big week. Uh, you know, I think we found out and this is something that, you know, is part of the excitement leading up to the tournament itself is when you find out some of these player commitments and you hear the different names out there. What's the latest you have on player commitments? Because this is a big week with some of the names that we heard, Jason. Yeah, really excited to announce this week. Uh, you know, a handful of players uh, have, have committed early to the event. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau is going to come back and defend his title. He's very excited to do that. Obviously, Ricky Fowler, a great ambassador for Rocket Mortgage, along with Bryson now, who's an ambassador for the brand. Uh, Bubba Watson's excited to come back. He uh, he loves the golf course. Hasn't always played as well as he wanted to, but uh, he's committed to come back this year. Uh, Jason Day had a really good trip last year and wants in his back. Uh, and it's uh, Harold Barner III, we announced as well, is coming back up. Loves it. Does so much not only at the golf course, but away from it as well with a number of our primary beneficiaries. Uh, he's just uh, been embraced by this community, and the fans love him. And, uh, and so there's just a handful. Uh, I tell you, commits have been, been coming in really solid. I think it's going to be a little bit of a late break this year, the dynamic of, of RBC going away and people rejiggering their schedule a little bit. I think uh, I think it's going to benefit us net net because it's going to allow some guys to add an event. They're just trying to piece together that schedule now, and this next wave will come probably closer to the PGA Championship when that when kind of that next gate for guys to say, okay, where am I sitting? What do I need to add? And where am I going to fill this schedule out? Once again, kindly joining us, Jason Langwell, the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic here on 760 WJR. Uh, so many different things going on with this tournament. And uh, you guys are, are incredible o o about giving back. And certainly we want to touch on that. But uh, one of the things we want to touch on is the John Shippen and, and allow you the opportunity to tell everybody what that is all about. Yeah, no, we're really excited about this new event this, this year. Rocket Mortgage will be our presenting partner. Diversity, equity, and inclusion has always been a priority for that brand, for Rocket Mortgage, for this community, and for our event. Um, so this year, the John Shippen is being launched. It's a, a two-day Black Invitational Golf event where the top Black men and women amateur and professionals are going to come and compete uh, on the Detroit Golf Club uh, South and North course the weekend before and Monday leading into the tournament. The winning Male is going to earn an exemption into the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And then the women are going to compete in a team competition. And the winning two-person team is going to compete in the Dow Gray Lakes Bay Invitational and get a special exemption into that event just a couple weeks after ours. And then there's also going to be a John Shippen Sports Business Summit. It's going to be open a national summit. It's going to open up the eyes to young men and women of color about what the business of sports all about. We're going to give away a lot of scholarships and internships. Uh, it's upwards of uh, 10000 young men and women across the country. So just a great event, a great opportunity for us to take action, impact the outcome um, on the uh, on the front end of what is already going to be a great week with the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Yeah, it uh, quickly became a tradition around here for a lot of people. Make no mistake about that. And you guys keep adding to it. Once again, kindly joining us, Jason Langwell, the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Jason, I'm sure you've been asked a thousand times and let me make it 1,001. Um, <laughs> 
where are we at with tickets and fans and and uh, you know there's still so much i'm sure that needs to yeah. be done but i i hope you don't find it disrespectful that i i guess no. i have to ask you for the 1001st time no 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 problem at all no we're uh, you know look info on general admission tickets are going to be available in the coming weeks we're getting there uh currently there's a limited amount of actually general admission tickets for fans available on monday and tuesday uh, with uh, a donation to our Faces of Area 313 program. So you can go to rocketmortgageclassic.com and actually uh, secure a face uh, within the Area 313 along 15 and up on our, our jumbo boards. You'll be able to support uh, our, uh, our giving initiative, Changing the Course. And with that donation comes a couple of tickets to Monday and Tuesday. But we're working really closely with state and local health officials, making great progress. Um, and our focus is creating a safe, enjoyable experience. We're making good progress in doing that. And in the coming weeks, we'll make some announcements about about general tickets. And uh, but we're getting there. We're just not quite there yet. Well, you mentioned changing the course. I mean, that is just one of of so many things that you guys are doing in in giving back to the community. I, I certainly want to give you the opportunity to talk about changing the course and and yeah. and how it really is such an important part of what you guys are doing. Well, it's the reason, and you know, Dan Gilbert's vision to bring an event to the city to make a significant impact downtown and Jay Farner's leadership, their focus has been, hey, how do we make a significant impact in the community and take action and impact the outcome in Detroit? And we, uh, coming into the 2020 event, we launched our Changing the Course initiative aimed at, uh, you know, providing Detroit residents access to the internet, access to technology, access to digital literacy training. Uh, we've made great progress in it. Um, and it's the reason we do uh, we do the event. It's the reason we're doing what we're doing now. Uh, we were fortunate to make a significant donation last year to the Connect 313 initiative. Uh, we're looking to do that um, this year as well. I have a number of initiatives in place. Everyone can go to rocketmortgageclassic.com right now to support that initiative. I mentioned our Faces of Area 313 program. There's other donation opportunities there to be able to get behind uh, our, our Change in the Course initiative. We're just really excited about it. Um, got off to a really good start this year, and uh, and uh, we're just we're we're excited for it to come to life this year as well. Go ahead, you see. You know, Jason. Uh, you know, great job again. I guess with the with the new tournament with the um, uh, with the young men and uh, women that are going to play. Um, I'm sure it's going to come off without a hitch like the first Rocket Mortgage did. And I was absolutely blown away when we came out here yeah. and saw what you guys did, and now the addition to. Uh, the three one three last year, and then how much greater it's going to be this year. I mean, uh, I mean, kudos to Danny and the team. I mean, I keep saying thanks, Danny Gilbert, but really, I mean, what the impact that you guys are making in this community in Detroit is—it's so far-reaching, and it's yeah. Uh, I'm I'm so glad that you guys keep saying it's the only reason we're here. It's not for the yeah. tour players; it's for Detroit. It is. It is. I mean, from day one, it was about being more than just a golf tournament, right? And that's. That's that's really been the focus. We, we're we're going to get 156 of the best players in the world. We're going to put on a great experience. We're going to make sure there's tents up. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's what can we do outside of the ropes, outside of the Detroit Golf Club, throughout the entire Detroit community. It's why we, it's why Dan's, why Jay, Jay Farner and his leadership, we brought the event here, um, and it's what we're going to continue to focus on going forward. So, and the John Shippen's just another extension of that. It's just another way to make another incremental impact to take action in this community, um, and uh, it's, it's why we're here. You know, you know, Jordan, Jay I know you wanted to comment. Go right ahead. Yeah, you know, Jason, just getting on the uh, the giving and the charity and the PGA Tour and what they've done in the past. I mean, was it something, obviously, you guys were determined to do from the beginning? 
or were you following the reins of, of the other events around the country that do the same thing? But you guys have really surpassed a lot of these other other events and these other uh, charity you know, donations. And I think that that, that just yeah. speaks great things. And I think that makes you got to make everybody proud here in this area. Well, yeah, it does. It makes all of us proud. And, you know, it's under, you know, Rocket Mortgage led this, right? This wouldn't be here without their support. But, you know, in addition to that, you know, it takes the entire community. Detroit Golf Club and their membership have rallied around this. Um, our All of our volunteers, over 2,000 volunteers have stepped up to give their time to make this happen. The fundamentals of the financials just don't work if you get the volunteers, don't get them to come out mm-hmm. and support the event. Um all of our sponsors, you know, we've got a ton of other sponsors, Cadillac, Children's Foundation, other uh, other primary beneficiaries that we that we work with. So the entire community uh, under Rocket Mortgage leadership has just rallied around this and really created great energy. And to your point, you know, first, best only was kind of our mantra. We want to be the first to do things. We want to be the best at what we do. When we do things, we want to be able to say we're the only one to do it. And uh, and we've done that in almost every respect of the event today. And it's where our focus is going to be continue to try and raise the bar. and. The John Ship is just another example of a first, best, only type thinking and idea and concept that we're going to try and bring to the community and and build upon the strong base that we have. That's great stuff. Well, folks, I tell you, this guy isn't going to get a whole heck of a lot of sleep the next 10 weeks. Uh, I, I, I've seen how hard he's worked the last couple of years, and we always appreciate the time. And, Jason, before you go, uh, as always, you know if you need anything, you want to get the word out there for anything, uh, make sure you reach out to us. We'll help out in any way we can. I, I think I can speak for everybody here. You guys are doing so many good things, not only for golf, but for the community it is the least we could do. Thank you, as always, for your time. We really appreciate it. Nah, I appreciate the support, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jason. Thank Once you. again, Jason Langwell, the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic, kindly uh, joining us here on 760 WJR. Really appreciate the time. BC, I want to go back to something that you said a minute ago. Um, being out there a couple of years ago, I just – Everything went smoothly. It was it was remarkable. I've covered golf tournaments before. I've you know done the interviews, done the shows live out there. Everything went smoothly. I mean, they really crossed Didn't every T and dotted every beat. I. Didn't miss a beat. And even hit, talking to the tour players after the event, they were like, "That was unbelievable. That was not a first time event, was it?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Didn't miss a beat. It was the vibe awful. was great too. I mean, the vibe was just yeah. it was humming out there on Sunday. Yep. No doubt about it. All right. Uh, speaking of humming, we've got your pictures for you. You can follow us on Twitter, Spin on Golf. So if you understand, if you couldn't figure out what we were talking about with the mullet or lay moule as Jordan knows it, uh, we've got a picture of that. We also want to get into a pretty cool thing with Lydia Co and Sean Foley as well. Don't you go anywhere. Final I'm going to spin on golf on a Sunday night right here on 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Spin on Golf Show presented by Rocket Mortgage and the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Now back to your hosts, PGA professionals Jordan Young, Mike Fay, Brian Cairns, and WJR's own Sean Belegian. Well, so much to do, so little time. That's usually the case here on Spin on Golf. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter as well. Follow WJR, follow Spin on Golf, and uh, follow these fine fellows as well. I, I tweeted something out earlier. Uh, for all the best in golf, you know where to come. Jordan, I know you wanted to talk about the GAM a little bit. Yeah, the junior kickoff was at uh, Washtenaw, and uh, Drew Miller, 
Uh, one, he shot 70-76. He's from East Lansing. He is uh, the son of a good friend who played against me in college, uh, f- former Adidas rep. So he is uh, he's the champion, and he is a 2024. So he's a freshman in high school. Mm. And then uh, in the 15 and under division, uh, a couple of the top three kids actually have all been spending time with BC and myself, Mason Sokolowski was the 15 under champion. Brian Tillman was second and Vibhav Alokum. Uh, they shot five, seven and nine over total. So uh, Mason won by two shots. So congrats to uh, some of our boys that uh, they were champions. And then not to leave out the girls, but uh, let's see here, the girls division. Um, Sophie Stevens, five over, shot 75, 74. And she is a girls champion, Katie Brody. Uh, finished second. She was 10 over 77, 77. So congrats to all the juniors getting out there and playing. Uh, the GAM is doing some great stuff right now. I talked to Chris Whitten today and, and like, uh, like I said earlier, their enrollment has been up, you know, a ton this year. Um, you know, one of the great programs they have going right now is youth on course when their and their memberships are open at GAM.org. It's a $15 membership that gives juniors six to 18 years old golf for only $5 or less at 70 plus courses in Michigan and hundreds of others around the country. So if you want to check it out, great way to go. Uh, GM has revamped all their website, their app, all kinds of great stuff. Um, those of you that love to play and play in tournaments here in Michigan, GM is where to go. Mm, great stuff there. No yeah. doubt about that. Uh, appreciate it. And, uh, Appreciate uh, the update from you as well. Now, as promised, uh, Cam Smith, uh, are, are you familiar with his work? Well, you should be. Uh, I think this is uh, in, in a varying different way. Of course, we've, we've all made promises like this uh, to our significant others in the past. Uh, Cameron Smith promised his girlfriend that he would shave his mullet when he got his next tour win. And, of course, there is the picture of the uh, – Jordan, I hate to switch sports for a second. It looks like Yarmir Yager circa 1990-91. Uh, that is Yager. Little Yager-esque over there. Very Somebody asked me who that grubby guy was that was playing in the Masters. I'm like, grubby guy? What grubby guy is playing in the Masters? Oh, it must have been – It's Cam Smith. He looked grubby. His mustache wasn't really – very well defined. I was kind of ratty. His hair. What's the other guy's ratty. name? The overweight guy that's really funny and, and really good. What's really his overweight, name? Overweight. Overweight. Oh. Um, there's not many of those guys out no, there. No, I'll think of it. No, you'll you'll know it. He's a newer newer guy. But anyways, not Happy <laughs> Barn Rat. But um, no, no, no. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Hubbard. Uh, I know who yes. you're talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. He's a beauty. He's a he's awesome. Yeah, he is he's awesome. great. He's my guy. Because <laughs> he. He's colorful. His language is colorful when he hits a bad shot. I'm like, good for you. Sometimes you got to let it fly. I can't wait to watch Cam's wife cut the mullet off. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good, that would be a good podcast in itself. Absolutely. Mike, Mike, can you talk a little bit about, we were talking this in the break with uh, the guys about, you know, Sean Foley and Lydia Mm Coe and, and the relationship between a coach and a player and how it kind of changes and, you might come back to the coach. Um, 
you know, BC and I had a, a bunch of time with, with Sean Foley one-on-one at Kiowa Island at the PGA championship. And this guy is the master communicator, right? He, he looked at us in the eyes for 45 minutes with 200 people crowded around us in a rain delay. And I couldn't even pay attention for that long. And he's like right. spending time with us. So tell us what you think about these relationships that, that these PGA tour players and college players and players that we coach have with their instructors and, and mentors. It is. It's very private, isn't it guys? I mean, you know, you share a lot of stuff you may not even share with someone else. That's another friend of yours because mm-hmm. you want to play so good, so bad. Yep. Right. And trying to figure it out and trust is a big thing too. Right. I mean, it's so hard. It is. It, it, it's not hard, Mike. And I've talked to a couple of the top instructors on the tour and they say, you're almost so close because you're, you spend so much time with this person that mm-hmm. you're so close that maybe you're missing something. Hmm. And it's a funny relationship that, like Jordan said, that you almost have to revisit mm-hmm. a year later. And it sounds like. There's things that we have no control over their golf swing that could be affecting the way they play, right? Right. Absolutely. We that need someone to know else, these things, right? That someone else would step in and say, what about that, that, that? And they're like, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm too close. You know, I'm too close to the, right. to the you action. Don't see it. Yeah, you, you don't, don't see, see it. it, right? It's, and, it, and it kind of is a problem because, you know, we get emotionally involved in their lives and their direction. You want them to succeed at, no matter what they do. And, and uh, the, uh, Sean Foley, I think, does better than a lot of people do just because he – you know, the communication and he clears the lines because we know Jordan and I have talked to him and, um, and and Lydia needed a little bit of that. She did. I think I think here's a little quote from his Instagram post, which I, I encourage all of you to check in and read. So classic. Says, After 13 years coaching on the PGA Tour and accomplishing so much, but at the same time, bruised and bleeding from all my failures and not feeling like I was enough more often than I wanted to. I have seen the sunset from the highest professional summit only to realize that night was very near, you know, it's crazy. These posts and and what he says about his, about his uh, players. And at the end, he says, you know, this has been a very emotional post to write, but the recognition of uh, our self-truce is the only thing that can emphaticate what, what I do. Uh, I would like to thank, and he lists all of his players that he's worked with and, very classy and very touching. I think it's it's interesting to look inside of kind of what we do and what they do with million dollar, you know, multi million dollar players and stars, and and how emotional it can get at times. And you know, we've all had players, Brian, Mike, myself, that have broke down while we're teaching them, regardless of what it's worth, you know, for golf or family or whatever you know it might be. And and this is just their way of of kind of you know, letting it all out, I guess, sometimes. You're right. I made a post on Twitter the other day. I think a bunch of you liked it on here. You know, if I could give a gift to any of our kids out there would be to take away the fear of failure. If we could take away the fear of failure when you play golf or anything in life, you know, I just hate to see people afraid to do Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if we could do that, uh, learning golf would be a lot easier for a lot more people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and that can be, you know, said for a lot of things in life, right? Life, yeah. No doubt and, about uh, it. And when, you, when you're afraid and you're paralyzed with fear to do certain things. and You won't do it. 
change it, you won't do it. You won't right? do it. You You're just going to shy different. away from it. Yeah. And you you won't, won't be different. Right. You won't be different. Or you won't be who you are. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know? And, and a big announcement. Note, we have another a, note, the uh, National Club Professional Championships going on um, down at PGA Port St. Lucie. Frank yes. Benzel leading the first round, but our own backyard, Tim Pierce from Birmingham Country Club, tied for second. Nice. Um, good start. You know, we have a bunch of guys in there right now. and 13 uh, players. 13 players down there represent us and uh, wish them all the best. And we have a breaking update from Spin on Golf. We are going to create a new Mike Faye segment. We haven't come up with it. We haven't come up with it, but we're going to we'll by let next you week. Know. We'll we let you punk know. Punk of the week, punk of the week last be... year, yeah. but we're going to have something new this year. I think. No, we're going to let them know. Oh, your time <laughs> by surprise. You can't tell them in advance. It's no fun. You got ad lib. That's the only way. We still have to bring back punk of the week at least. Once. I think we got to bring it back. Yeah, I, I think we next Sunday we bring back punk of the week. How about oh, going going deep with Mike Faye? There you go. Ooh, <laughs> all right. Uh, as always, before we get out of here, I always like to ask you guys anything coming up uh, this week uh, before we all reconvene next week. Uh, Jordan, we'll start with you. What do you got going on? Teaching. And then off to <laughs> Vegas again next week. <laughs> uh, all right, BC? Uh, going to Kiwa. Oh, outstanding. Going a little pro-am Kiwa, and there might be a Masters champion there this week that I might be able to bump into Very that's nice. cool yeah pretty cool. Yeah, how about, cool how about you mike anything going on uh lots of coaching at walnut creek we got some good programs starting up so uh i'm excited it's gonna be fun it's going into may check these guys out they're all over twitter some a little more active than others we'll leave it at that no doubt about that uh, no doubt about that uh in the meantime always a pleasure to be with these guys. We'll do it again next week at uh, 7 o'clock here on 760 WJR. Lots of thanks. Of course, Ray Templin, we appreciate everything that he does. Uh, he's out at the DGC. Uh, Nick Great. Roddy, appreciate him. Uh, Jeff Marcero and back at the 760 WJR studios, of course, our buddy Eric Dorch. For everybody involved, my name is Sean Belegian saying so long for now. We'll talk to you next week, 7 o'clock right here. Spin on golf on 760 WJR.